Welcome to this week's End of Days Update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time last weekend with uh, Living Word Church in Minneapolis. We had a men's meeting with Jim Hockaday. We had so much fun. The guys were hungry for the coming of the Lord. It's so neat. I say it every week to see everyone excited about the coming of the Lord. How blessed are we to watch all these verses come to pass right in front of our eyes. So if you're anywhere in the Tucson area, we'll be at uh, Faith Christian Fellowship of Tucson uh, this weekend. It will be Saturday night, Sunday morning. We'll have a great time getting into the times as well. If you're near that area, come join us. We'll have a wonderful time. I like that the Bible says, Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together, as some would do, especially as you see the day approaching. So we can see the day approaching. And that's what the End of Days Update's all about, is looking at different things that point to the coming of the Lord, knowing that the second coming has tons of signs, and that the rapture is signless. We look at all the things that really are pointing to what happens just after the rapture. And uh, we know the Ezekiel 38 war probably is just after that. But gosh, even if you didn't know that, uh, you see all the signs of the second coming. You've got to back up seven to seven and a half years for the rapture. Because uh, the, when the rapture happens right after that is when the, the Antichrist will sign an agreement with Israel for seven years. Uh, the covenant with death and hell, the Bible calls it. And that's during the seven-year tribulation. So let's pick up with what's happened around Israel. So much stuff is happening with Iran. Probably five or six things. And I just believe I'd be able to get to all of it. It's just crazy. First of all, Israel did another airstrike in Syria. After, remember, Russia saying, you can't go into Syrian airspace anymore. Israel did it again. This is about the fifth one, uh, uh, fifth or sixth one that they've done after Russia said that. Almost this last year, every week or every other week, Israel has done an airstrike right outside of Damascus or some of the other areas that Iran keeps hauling uh, munitions down into Syria. They said this last week, too, even Israel's prime minister said Iran is literally trying to park a, a, a giant machine of, of death on our doorstep. So it's ridiculous how Iran can do this. And, and I love some of the things that came out this week. Some of the guys finally said, Gantz even came out and finally said, the world, specifically the UK, France, and Germany, need to kind of hold Iran to task. Because not only have they been breaking the, the amendments to, to the, uh, the Atomic Energy Agency thing that was set forth, they've been breaking all the ones that were set last year, the ones that were set the year before, the ones the year before. Iran even came out and said exactly how, what percentage they have plutonium enriched uranium. So you, you talk about brazened. They, they've said, hey, we've got this and we've got it right now. I like that the former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, was in Israel, really talking in the in the West Bank about this is Israel's land. This is not occupied territory. You can't mark that land as divestment and sanction. It's so crazy. Remember I said, you know, they, they want to boycott that land. So what happens is Israel has to move the factory from the West Bank into Israel and the Palestinians lose their jobs. So all it hurts is the Palestinians. But I love that Mike Pompeo was really bold about Israel being the only uh, democracy in the region and saying Israel is not an apartheid state. It's so stupid to hear that come out of the rest of the world. But that's kind of par for the course with uh, the Antichrist mentality coming against Israel. But, you know, it's intriguing. He even said, now this is, I thought it was pretty cool. He's so bold. He said, it looks like Israel's going to have to preemptively act against Iran because of the appeasement of America, seeing how we're not pushing them like we used to. Things have so changed recently that it's just ridiculous. You even had our country, the United States, withdraw its CIA from covering Iran and turned it over to the Mossad. So the United States of America, the most powerful country in the world, is not even going to have a, a CIA uh, area for Iran. So it's just bizarre what's going on there. In the midst of that, you had uh, earthquakes in Hawaii, you had earthquakes in Alaska. 
You had China doing exercises, literally beachfront exercises just opposite of Taiwan where they're landing at beaches like an invasion, just to ta- basically just to taunt them. So it's crazy. So we have all these things happening. It's amazing. You've got a, a, an asteroid coming next Friday. It says the size of uh, the, the, what do you call it, the pyramids of, of Egypt. It's crazy. So you have one that big. And then NASA next week is sending out, this is the first time ever, sending out an aircraft to literally try to intercept an asteroid and bump it off of its course. We'll see what happens there. They're sending out one to hit two different ones, so I don't know how they're doing that. Maybe they must be sending two. So it's intriguing to have so many asteroids that you've got to do that right now. So there's a lot of talk right now of Hamas going into Lebanon and literally setting up terror groups, and it's kind of making Hezbollah mad. So Israel's having to deal with those groups. It's having to deal with Iran. Iran even had a cyber attack on U.S. defense systems and Iranian defense systems this last week. So you have a a cyber attack from Iran against U.S. defense systems and Israeli defense systems this last week. So you've got all these different facets of the stuff set up for the Ezekiel 38 war, specifically Iran acting crazy, and Turkey normally acting a little crazier. Now you've got China acting crazy. So Everything's set up for what's going to happen right after we leave. We're so privileged. Isn't it cool that there's more verses written about what it would look like right before he comes so we would have a heads up? And that's what Jesus said. When you see these things, lift up your heads. Your redemption's drawing nigh. So he doesn't want you downtrodden. So let's get into the signs. We do it every week, but how can we tell how close we are? Well, all these things are happening in the world. The Bible says they would happen, but there are specific signs that show us how close we are to the second coming of the Lord. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem went back. Jesus said the generation or the group of people that sees those two events won't pass away to all fulfilled. So we're blessed. So that's us. I've said it before. People say, well, I don't believe that. It doesn't matter. I hear people go, I'm not comfortable with that. It still doesn't matter. It's a tag. You're it. And after that, you've got the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. It's all of these in a row. One, two, three. You've got men will be lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. I really like the Temple Mount Institute that you've got Israeli men with the last name of Cohen been training as priests for the last 30 years. They're ready to start having sacrifices. They have everything they need. They have the red heifer. They have the oil of anointing. They've got the menorah. They've got everything set up. So it's just amazing to have them in position. And then you've got 172 different species of predatory birds that start showing up in the land. After the Ezekiel 38 war, God calls on the fowl of the air to come clean the land up. Seven years later, the Battle of Armageddon, he calls on the fowl of the air to clean the land up again. So you've got the cleanup crew there. You've got fish that start showing up in the Dead Sea. You've got foxes start showing up on the Temple Mount. You've got the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. Amazing. You have Rabbi Ixakaduri prophesy in 2005 that Israel would be ruled by two Benjamins just before the coming of the Lord. You have Russia rebuilt uh, in Palmyra. This is where the Tower of Babel was, rebuilt of the arch uh, for Baal worship. And the Talmud says that's the last thing you'd see right before the coming of the Messiah. So you got sign, 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 just activities that point to his return. Now, the signs aren't to scare us. They're, see, there's no fear involved, right, England? The signs are to show you how close you are. But then after the signs, you've got signals. There's tons of signs. There's about 65 signs. I got a book coming out next March on uh, End Times, and in that will be all 60 some odd signs, so it'll be easy to get it. And I look, look, look to that be coming out. But after the signs, you've got signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles. Amazing. Four in a row on tabernacle, uh, Passover. When I, I died for you, I'm coming back. Died for you, coming back. That's so kind of the Lord to make it so blatant uh, that He's about to come. 
So what was the la- when's the last time you had four in a row? NASA called it a tetrad. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel was made a nation. And 1492 at the end of expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492 and discovered America. What was America at that time? A safe harbor for the Jews. So after that, you've got the Bethlehem Star. We don't hear a lot of preaching on that. But you got Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together. Jupiter's a king planet. Regulus, Regal, king planet. Venus, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Venus is a mother planet. All three of them came together at the birth of Jesus, the Bethlehem Star. The constellation was Virgo. Okay, this last year, 2,000 years later, uh, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Jupiter, Regulus, Venus, Bethlehem Star. Guess what the constellation was this time? Leo, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Many more things with the heavens, many more things with the stars, uh, but it points to uh, the kings coming back. So why why do we get all this information? Because it's an acceleration mentality. It's not an escape theology. It's you see the finish line, you run faster. And the whole purpose of this because he loves you. He wants you strengthened. He wants you happy. He wants you hopeful. Your strength will be tied to your joy. You can't get anything much more exciting than all of a sudden we're about to see Jesus. And I would hope the night before the rapture of the church where people would be sweeter and kinder instead of being ornery and mean, like, hello, praise the Lord, Jesus is coming. No, I'd hope they'd be sweet and kind because the king's about to come back. Are you ready? Are you ready to see him face to face? Eyes as a flame of fire, feet like undefined brass, voice of many waters. Wow. The shepherd and the bishop of our souls, the firstborn from the dead. Wow. Uh, The king of kings and lord of lords. Every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess and say he's Lord to the glory of God the Father. Man, come back next week. We'll see what's happened with Iran. If there's any pressure put on them. We'll look at the gas shortages in Europe, the gas wars between Russia and Europe. A lot of that's happening right now. Uh, Wonderful times. Scary for the world, great for the church. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the edu and we'll see you next week.